It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski, the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Lori, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Simi. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. Uh, hopefully that weird weather of yesterday won't return today. Wasn't that bizarre? It was just amazing, wasn't it? I was uh, watching it from my office downtown and it was just, I came in uh, with a vengeance there and then left and it was sunny. It was, a, it, uh, that's Vancouver for you, I guess. It really was. Well, let's talk about the markets. Hopefully they're not as crazy as that weather was. Well, the markets can be for sure, actually, but uh, markets have been slightly down uh, since we spoke last, but today we're having a nice positive day uh, in in some sectors, not all sectors, and that's what we're going to talk about, just kind of the great shift. There's a lot of sector rotation going on right now, um, and just looking at inflation as well. Inflation is really low uh, here in Canada, only 1%, but it's expected to increase, and so you're seeing copper moving above $4 a pound. We're seeing oil above $60 a barrel. Uh, we see lumber hitting the highest level in over 10 years as low interest rates have led to a strong demand for new homes. And so many are coining this as like the next commodity super cycle. And so so whether that's going to um, play out or not, I mean, we'll have to see. But it's interesting to see a lot of these areas really increasing. And, and the reason that is, is large amounts of stimulus driving economic activity and demand. Uh, of course, constrained supplies due to the pandemic, right? Limiting investment and investment are looking to invest in areas that have kind of been held down for some time. And when you look at last year, I mean, what did the best? Technology, right? And so what we've seen over the past week is a slight sell-off on the NASDAQ and a lot of the big tech names because money is flowing into other sectors at this point. Interesting. Okay, now I know that inflation hasn't been a big concern recently, but is that kind of on the radar in the coming years? It kind of it always is coming out of a recession because rates are so low and um, rates are expected to stay low uh, until 2023. But as rates increase, um, usually you would see economic growth, you would see inflation, and that's usually where gold actually outperforms. But you haven't seen gold performing uh, really at all during uh, the talk about inflation. Um, and so again, we're going to see stimulus likely approved on Friday. And when you think of stimulus, the thought is there and adds to a possible inflation in the future as well. And so right now we're seeing there's a clear shift from growth sectors like technology uh, and some consumer discretionary, but to materials, financials, and even energy at this time, and even since the vaccine was announced, but we've seen a real strong shift over the past few weeks into materials. Um, and again, that's because of rising commodity prices, which again adds to inflation. So those are kind of the the sectors that we're watching. I mean, we added uh, some copper stocks back in November. They've done really well. But again, looking at things like agriculture, steel, right? These are the sectors that do well as you come out of a recession. Could a black swan event and throw the whole recovery, you know, off track? That's always a possibility. And again, that's why we're active managers. We're watching these sorts of things to make those changes. But again, don't just always sit in the sectors that were good last year, right? Because I always say the world changes, you got to change with it. And so at this point, um, you know, we still hold our technology stocks for the most part. We like them. Uh, but again, you have to uh, add some of those other areas you may have been ignoring last year. Okay. So you just said that black swan event. You've that you've used that phrase a couple times. What does that mean? <laughs> it means there's a there could be a boogie a boogeyman uh, around any corner, right? And you got to be prepared for that. Uh, black swan event is really you know something that you're you're not expecting uh, huge economic news or just news in general. Uh, something like a black swan event could maybe be considered like a variant of COVID-19 that the vaccine doesn't work on. I mean, I don't know if that would be 
uh, you know, as strong as a black swan event. Uh, but again, we want to watch out for any kind of news that comes up that we're not expecting and make changes. And for us, what changes means uh, for our clients is raising cash when things like that happen, right? Because you don't know the outcome usually. Right. And you just, again, uh, these things happen and uh, markets change just like the weather, Simi, and you got to be uh, on top of it. <laughs> That's, That's okay. why I have a big team following markets, not just here in North America, but worldwide, right? Like you need to know what going on around the world uh, because that affects markets over here in North America as well. Okay, well, let's talk about the issue of retirement, but in particular, women in retirement. Is it different for women than it is for men? Uh, it can be for sure, you know, um, and I bring this up. I've just had a lot of women calling us over the last few months and, you know, it seems, you know, many have different needs and again, you can't um, paint everybody with the same brush, but one thing that we're always looking at is women are generally living longer than men, right? The average uh, life expectancy for women is 84 and for men it's 80. And we have lots of clients that are way older than that. And I mention my Oma all the time. I mean, she's turning 101 this year. So so people wow. are living longer, yeah, in, in general. And uh, you just got to make sure you have enough funds to get you to the end. But I think what women deal with um, a lot of the time, or even spouses in general, is just losing a spouse as well, right? Like if women are on average living longer, then they could likely be a widow during retirement. Whether that's early in retirement or later on in retirement, uh, it's never easy obviously um, and it might change the way you thought your retirement would go and so I think there's things that you uh, need to consider uh, making sure that you understand your finances making sure that you're showing up to those meetings as well with your financial advisor and making sure you have a financial advisor that you like um, uh, for both of you, right? Because if mm-hmm. something happens to the spouse that actually takes care of the portfolio with the financial advisor and they're no longer there and it's just you, you need to make sure you have a good relationship with that person that's going to get you through that difficult time and make it as smooth of a transition on the financial right. part so that you can take care of your, yourself and your family and your mental health during that time. Do men kind of versus women have different investing strategies? Do they think about it differently? Uh, I think so. Women are, you know, my view is is that they definitely think longer term. Um, You know, I think that uh, lower returns is fine for for most women. Again, not all, right? Not everyone's the same. Uh, And I think that uh, men overall are willing to take a little bit more risk. But, you know, I mean, the age group I deal with, 60 to 95, um, you know, most are low-risk investors, and, and that makes sense. Um, and I also believe just with volatility, I think that uh, I often think actually women can handle the volatility a little better than the men. Um, and sometimes the men don't want to say anything, actually. The wives are like, oh, well, he's checking his account. You know what I mean? And so yeah. uh, so it's a communication. Having that open communication is, is key when dealing with a couple. I often say I'm like a marriage counselor sometimes, not just a, a portfolio manager. Um, also, in retirement, people have different goals about what they want to accomplish, right? So maybe the wife wants to spend summers at the cabin. Maybe the husband wants to continue working. Maybe he wants to travel to Africa. She wants to stay home. So again, having those conversations is important, right? Uh, you only have one retirement. You have to make it the best for you. Uh, of course, also make sure the, the marriage works, and, you know, um, but I think that overall, you just have to make sure. And I've seen the happiest marriages, happiest women in retirement, uh, ensuring that they're taking care of themselves, taking care of grandchildren, if they want traveling if independently if they if they show uh, if they want to uh, as well as exercising frequently and all those other sorts of things right all important stuff Lori thank you 
Thanks so much, Simi. You have a great week and enjoy the sunshine. I will. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski. Lori is the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. You can call Lori and her team directly today at 604-695-LORI. If you have any questions you have about investing or retirement, you can also check out their website at pinkowski.ca.